blessed Sunday to all of you, dear friends. You are tuned in to OLMC Sunday Best. This is a sharing of the Bible study group from the parish of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, Wan Chai, Hong Kong. Join us now in reflecting on this Sunday's liturgy for our life's nourishment. Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church, the Bible study group here. Today we are celebrating the most holy, um, I mean the solemnities of the most holy body and blood of Christ, the Corpus Christi. And so let's begin uh, greeting everybody with uh, by reciting this collect together. Let us pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O oh God, who in these wonderful sacraments have left us a memorial of your passion, grant us, we pray, so to reverse the sacred mystery of your body and blood that we may always experience in ourselves the fruits of your redemption. Who lives and reigns with God the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, um, before we begin, so let's uh, take a look at uh, what we're going to read and uh, share together today. Uh, the first reading of today is a reading taken from the book of Deuteronomy. Chapter 8, verse 2 to 3, verse 14b to 16a. The second reading is taken from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 10, very short, 16 to 17. The Gospel, wow, okay, it's a reading taken from the Holy Gospel according to John, chapter 6, verses 51 to 58. Without further ado, let's start with the first reading. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses said to the people, Remember how for 40 years now the Lord your God has directed all your journeying in the desert, so as to test you by affliction and find out whether or not it was your intention to keep his commandments. He therefore let you be afflicted with hunger and then fed you with manna a food unknown to you and your fathers, in order to show you that not by bread alone does one live, but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of the Lord. Do not forget the Lord, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, that place of slavery, who guided you through the fast and terrible deserts with its sour serpents, scorpions, its parched and waterless ground, who brought forth water for you from the flinty rock and fed you in the desert with manna, a food unknown to your fathers. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So let's share, I mean, what it's brought to your mind. Yeah, the concept of testing, you know, God was testing <laughs> the Israelites you know, in their search for, you know, the promised land. And... You know, they wandered, as he said, for 40 years hmm. and many times broke their commitment to God. Right. With the creation of the golden idol and 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess that's just a reflection for all of us. We have to consider our whole life search and have we stuck to the things we we feel, you know, in terms of God and what we want to do in our life as you know, Christians or Catholics. Actually, God knows everything from eternity mm. to eternity. He already knows how rebellious, how sinful we all yeah. are. Correct. How I don't know that. Right? Yeah, but, but the problem is we do not know no, no. it ourselves. Yeah. So he, he allows us to, to unfold all those, our stupidity, our folly, so we have to say yes. And he's always there to forgive us and give us another chance. Yes. For me, it is important no, the remembering mm -hmm. Moses, like remembering the past. Yes. It's like a memory. Mm -hmm. no, it's not just like you um, remember the past, but it's really like uh, putting it down. It's here, remembering the goodness of the yeah. world. Right. Yeah. It's beautiful. But the key point, yeah, sorry. I mean, I, you discover a very, a very interesting thing about this passage in particular is that Jesus quoted from this passage against Satan during the first temptation. That's right. Yeah. That's very, very interesting. She's not, uh, so men do not live on bread alone, right? <laughs> but by every word that comes from, from the mouth of the Lord. Um, it's, it's not easy because we are pragmatic people. Yeah. I mean, we, we need, I mean, food is, is food. Right? I mean, uh, sometimes it's really difficult to, especially when you try to persuade the Chinese, you know, to explain to them, all right, the word from God, how can it be possible to fill our stomach with the word from God? It's, it's I think that is why when the people will get more mana, yes. <laughs> it will become yeah, yeah. So I need to remind them, just get, get what is enough yeah. because yeah. there is more, something important, the word that God isn't. But to, to what, which is the testing point here? What I mean is, if it is a test, I mean, you have been talking about tests. Yes. So what, what sort of test is that? Testing uh, your values. Huh? Testing your values, your right. Christian values. And I've noticed it over my path that you're always good. You can always say, I'm a good Catholic and everything. It's easy. If, you're not, if you don't leave your house, if you don't interact with anybody else, you'll never get... get irritated right. or challenged and so you'll think that you're a good catholic you'll never be ang easily angered and so like that. but actually the test is when you actually go into the real world and actually interact with others can you still uphold all your christian values um, mm -hmm. or catholic values and actually um obey the laws of god um and mostly yes but actually um i i, I like the saying that god will all only entrust you with more if you actually have come through the right. test. Because if you come unprepared, it will destroy you yourself because <laughs> you're not ready for it. But God is slowly preparing you day by day and test over test. And it's not in a way to punish you, but to help build you up. And so I think this is actually a very beautiful 
passage and a reminder that actually God is there as like a father or a mother to teach a child over and over again. Patience is there, but at some point it might get quite thin. But <laughs> at the end of the day, it's still for the benefit of you and for the benefit of the rest of the world because you interact with other people and you hope to actually um, help them actually come and meet Jesus and the God and know and actually come onto the path with us together as well. So by hopefully you living a righteous life and having been tested and tested your values to the point where you need to stand up for it, then you you will learn about yourself and know what you stand up against, actually. I mean, I, I like to associate the, the, the manna thing mm -hmm. with the Lord's Prayer. Because the Lord's Prayer says, okay, give us today. Uh, today. Yeah. So what about tomorrow? Oh, you know. <laughs> so, trust, right? you trust God. God. <laughs> so, I mean, we have the, the, what, the tendency to prepare for the future, right? Mm -hmm. And therefore, okay, we, I think we need to, to stall up. Okay, winter yeah. is coming. You know, something like that. Mm -hmm. I, mean, it, it, I don't, well, I, I, I cannot blame this human nature of, mm. you know, I look forward to. However, okay, so the, the minor thing is, okay, if you take more than enough, okay, so it, it becomes stuck, you know, and useless. So in a way, the, the Israelites have been trained for 40 years. Okay, enough is enough, okay? Yeah. Don't be greedy, all right? So after training them for 40 years, that's, what about them? Oh, well, <laughs> they, they accumulate other things. <laughs> they accumulate, instead of food, probably accumulate, I mean, accumulate money, power, you know, whatever. So it's a matter of, well, I mean, it, it proceeds to other places in which, okay, we will still uh, not trusting God enough. Yeah. So that's, that's really... But I think it's also encouraging us to do action, to share, because oh, yeah. God will provide. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For 40 days, He provided, or for times that we are maybe poor or we lack, still we are alive. <laughs> yeah. God will provide. Yes. God will take care for whatever situation we are in. If you trust, if yes. you trust him. Mm -hmm. But it's always a, a, a test of our trusting God. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> so there it is, okay? So, but by every word that comes right from the mouth right. of the Lord. But it's, even if it's the, the first temptation, it's not easy to overcome in, in back. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Is there other things that you would like to share? Um, well, um, after I've been doing Bible study for a couple of weeks, you can always ask, have you noticed there are some verses missing? Hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I went through and I was reading whole eight and then after three, uh, between three and 14, Oh, yeah, and yeah. it was a description of the land. Imagine that was written something like oh, how many years, years ago? Years because ago. it's the third book, or, or, or what? not the third book, or sort of something like. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, long, long, long time ago. 
But the description, they say olive, honey, water. Yeah. Wow, so beautiful. It's hmm. a great book. The world that we, are, we have now, I mean, it's really amazing. And then the paragraph after this about they are going into the land and why. Why they have the land? Because the Anakites, yeah. uh, God will sort of perish that nations because why? Because they have done something wrong, evil, isn't it, Deacon? Um, they. That's know, why these people have been given this land, and hopefully Moses is warning them. You better re, uh, follow the commandments right. and the love of God, not just the commandments, the love of God. The, actually, they, they didn't have to, to do anything. Use of, yeah. no, no. I mean, the journey from Egypt to Canaan, okay, yeah, yeah. the promised land, takes about three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really more than that, right? Yeah, yeah. So what happened was, okay, um, okay, when they reached Mount Sinai, Moses only probably less than maybe, I don't know, uh, one month or whatever travel journey there. Okay, so Moses went up to Mount Sinai to receive the same commandment, yeah, yeah. but he talked to him 40 days. Yeah. So the people down there, they, uh, they, they want a God to yeah, lead them. Yeah, yeah. So they make the golden calf. Yeah. All right, God was, of course, God was angry. And then told Moses, hey, Moses, these people are no good. Huh? Okay, let me destroy them. And from you, I will make a new nation to fulfill the promise. Oh, okay. So Moses prayed for them. No, 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 God, you should not do this. If you do this, the Egyptians will love at you. You bring these slaves out and then you kill them. No point, right? Mm. And therefore, okay, God listened to Moses. Of course, I mean, this, this is a way of putting it. And so Moses, okay, went down. Because God promised, okay, I'm not going to kill them. So, but you know, these people, they should not enter the promised land. So what should we do? Let them travel around uh, until they all die out. Yeah. All right, so in a merciful way, okay, God did not kill them immediately. That's the reason why they spent 40 years. Uh, okay. So a new generation. Yes, because, you know, people born, you know, in the wilderness, Okay, they, they, they know God. They, they have no 400 years of idolatry, you know, in, in Asia. So these are the, okay, no problem. Okay, at least they, they won't worship idols, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. All right. And so until the new generation come, okay, so these people will enter the promised ah, land. Okay. Yes. okay, so look at the promised land. Wow, flowing with honey, milk, you know, it's something like that. Very good. So. That's the that's the background. Uh, <laughs> that okay. be the one you. Know how God uh, planned it, no? so that people will remember how good. Yes. It was. Yeah. They have a basis. Their faith now, trust. Yeah. Have been good. <laughs> Thank you, Deacon. No, spending forty years is 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 uh, to a certain extent is really. Meaningful because yeah. remember these people they spent four hundred years yes, in Egypt, yes, yeah. so they need time to, uh, okay, to get rid of all those bad habits of yeah. idol worshiping, and remember your true God, is the God of your 
fathers. Therefore, in the gospel, we heard of, okay, I'm the God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob. You always repeat like that. So remember your fathers, okay? But okay, they have forgotten, they have seen a lot of the Egyptian idols, so they have no idea of what God is. God, okay, I'm not going to kill you all. Okay, let's let's go here. Okay, and then building a new generation. Okay. They will continue. Of course, when they enter the promised land, they fall into different kinds of idols as well. Ah, men is always like that. They are very pragmatic. Thank you, Deacon. So, so we go to the uh, the gospel now. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the Jewish crowds, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The Jews quarreled among themselves, saying, How can this man give his give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. Just as the living Father sent me, and I have life because of the Father, so also the one who feeds on me will have life because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Unlike your ancestors who ate and still died, whoever eats this bread will live forever. Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. For us, it is easy to understand because we are believing Jesus. However, I, I really feel sorry for the people, the contemporaries of Jesus. For them, it's really mind-boggling. Yes. What are you talking about? Yeah. They, they try to, I mean, what else could they do? They could only interpret it literally. It's easy to understand how they argue. However, for us, um, we also have this problem, even today. Okay, um, we, we can see that even among Christians, different Catholics, yeah, right. and you know, some will say, "Oh, okay, it's just a moral view." Yeah, some don't believe in or many Protestants. Yes, you know. yes. However, we they they, they miss the point. It's a pity. Um, we cannot blame them, and and so unlike your, the last sentence says, unlike your ancestors, you die. Well, these die is the what should I say? Is is the literal way? The literal way. It is not the spiritual way. Right. Okay. And then what about us? Whoever eats this bread, that is to say, who receive the the the, the, the sacrament, okay, will live forever. Now. It's not easy to read John because times and again Jesus would jump on different levels. Uh, on the first part of the sentence, he's talking about who ate and still die. 
it's talking about physical death instead of spiritual right. death. Because in the Old Testament time, we still have people. And, and therefore, uh, that's what we believe in. Uh, when Jesus died on the cross, okay, he spent three days. He went down to the, what we call that limbo or hell, right. whatever, to release them. They're waiting for him. So that's not that's physical death and not spiritual death. And whoever is this bread will live forever. That's talking about us. And this live forever, this is switched to talking about our spiritual life. Okay, whereas in those days, they did not have this uh, luck or what's the name, grace to be able to receive because Jesus was not yet born. The Son of God is still no, not there. Right, so when, whenever we, we read the Gospel of John, we need to be very careful and, and try to catch his meaning. Jesus wants to share his life with us. When I meditate on this, I particularly um, think about the relationship between Adam and Eve. Right? Okay, um, in Genesis chapter 2, when God made Eve out of Adam, okay, this um, myth, okay, this story, this the key point there is the two shall become one, the two flesh become one. Oh, that's really perfect. And then even today, the church still celebrates and then to elevate the status of marriage because it is important because uh, the church, or not, not, not as the church, but rather it's, it's Jesus himself. He would describe his relationship with the church, and then he made use of this marriage um, uh, image to describe them. So he's the head of the church, he's the, he's the bridegroom, and then, okay, the church, okay, this is right. However, I mean, in reality, in our in our daily life, okay, when I and my wife, okay, we as a two become one, we are close, physically, emotionally, spiritually, we are close. Yet, it's not the same as the relationship between ourselves and Jesus. There's no way, not even marriage, is able to compare with the closeness of this uh, Holy Eucharist because. Jesus actually, he, he, he died for us. He, he, he gave us his, his body so that we absorb, you know, and it becomes part of us. I mean, yes, my wife is, is me and we become one. Still, I mean, she does not become a part of me. <laughs> it's impossible. We are independent. We are like-minded. We work together, and sometimes we work in a different direction. Still, we are one in a certain sense, but it's on a different level. So that, that kind of closeness is, is really beautiful. But it's not easy uh, for the kind of closeness between Christ and us. Yes, we receive the Holy Communion. Probably uh, we come to become very routine, yes. become a kind of habit, yeah. um, doesn't have the kind of feel, the kind of feel that we, we, we had before. 
I don't know whether we, you remember your first communion. <laughs> Long time ago. Oh. <laughs> but you know, later time when we received the Holy Communion, we we were not able to call up. We are not able to call up that first communion yeah. feeling. The reason I remember is <laughs> young girl beside me fainted when the priest approached. Uh, <laughs> I always remember she was so frightened. Oh, <laughs> remember when I, I don't know, I told my children about the very young girls all wore white. Yeah. Yeah. Boys with more suits. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. She went right over. She really believes. She really believes. So I know I would remember that first oh, commandment. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, I, I would not jail us. <laughs> I would not be jailed. I'll tell you, Brent, that, that, that's very good because I think we do we go to Mass, we go to community, but maybe yeah. we don't think enough about the key meaning of what this, this yeah. relationship mm -hmm. is. It, it's no longer a matter of understanding the true meaning. I, yeah. I You know, we, we I, I do not know how to describe it. The point of it is, oh my God, I mean, how can I regain this kind of emotion, this yeah. kind of, of, of love. Yeah. I mean, luckily, as a, as a deacon myself, I'm very close to, are, the, yeah. to, to the altar. So whenever the, the priest, you know, hoist the, the host, look at this. My God, my Lord. Well, sometimes, sometimes, not always, a kind of, you know, electric, mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it electrifies. You know, it goes down my spine. Oh, oh thanks God. Ah, oh, it's a grace. But sometimes, okay. yeah. perhaps it's about time. Uh, thing you need to recharge. <laughs> Probably. Then so, for us now, we have this Eucharistic adoration before the Blessed Sacrament. Mm -hmm. it's Jesus there, but it's like. I have to struggle. No, it's really Jesus there. I have to tell yeah, myself. Yeah. It's Jesus there. In the Mass, the transubstantiation. Yeah. We see the ordinary elements. Yes. Flour, bread. Yeah. But that's how it is. And it becomes the body of Jesus. Mm. It's like it really needs faith. Yeah. It's yeah. just faith. That's that's. <laughs> I, I rather desire more of the kind of feeling because uh, there's no use, you know, pushing my theology to the limit already. Right. Uh, I mean, how can I going to, to understand it? No way. <laughs> so I better go the other direction. Hey, Lord, my Lord, my God. Well, I, I love Thomas. You know, that particular exclamation really speaks a lot for us. We do not know how to express it, but he's able to. <laughs> Want to share your, your, your feelings receiving the Holy Communion? <laughs> it's, it's a challenge. Boys, I mean, it is, but yeah. it's also yes. 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 Right? It always is. It's because it's so abstract. In a yeah. way. But the other way I like to see it is I can experience God on the streets or whenever I have interactions. Because I've noticed that it's always, if I've missed a bus, it was a blessing. It just stopped me from taking on that bus because there was something else I needed to do. I've got it or something like that. And oh. I feel that connection and mm. I feel closer when um, God held me back because I need to go help somebody else. 
Um, and, and so I actually always feel very blessed and very grateful that I can experience because I think in a way I just trust everything's perfect. God presents the things in perfect timing and if it's meant to happen, it will happen. Uh-huh. And that's why for me, yes, coming to church, taking the Holy Communion, I was like, yeah, how's that working? Like, <laughs> yeah, this is supposed to work. But I think as um, Father Lord's expressed over Christmas, it's just you see God or Jesus amongst the people who need your help. Yes. Actually I helping them that in that sense. And it brings me closer to God knowing that actually he's timed it perfectly. He always sends us to help people that need it or they will come and help me when I need it. It's, it's, yeah, no. <laughs> I remember my first communion, but yeah, definitely I just over my head. <laughs> I think it is really the the response, you know, the action that we have to do, that is really the test of our faith, you know? mm. our, our belief that it's really Jesus when it's in our action, when we give, when we share. Oh, yeah. you know? That's mm. what is it's really in the people or in the events. Yes. Yes. Good. All right. So shall we proceed to the second, second reading? It's very short, but it's challenging. <laughs> A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, the cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? Because the loaf of bread is one. We, though many, are one body, for we all partake of the one loss, word the Lord. Thanks be to God. What do you think of, of Paul's style of writing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. well, any, any particular things that come up from his uh, wordings and his, that, that call up to your mind? Much like the way it ends, where we're all partaking the one loaf. And that's how I think of Catholic Church, our participation. We are one. Mm. And I think communion, we share in that together. Simplistic. Whenever I come to Mass, and I always look at the people going up to communion. I think, oh, that's so wonderful. It is yeah. their faith, and we all share that together. That's, I always feel comfort when communion is given up, when I see everyone going up. And I think about the people who don't have the chance to go to communion. That's always like my prayer for those who don't receive it. That's true. But we, we know very well the background of the church of, of, of Corinth, right? Mm-hmm. There would be no. a lot of small factions and this. Um, so all along, Paul has been talking about one body. So let's try our best to do one body. In reality, in our, our daily life, there are people that we hate and they share the same sacrament with us. Yeah. yeah. I don't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> good of you. I mean, it, it's, it's good of you that you do not hate people. People who irritate you. Yes. Not irritate. Not hate. Irritate. Irritate. your buttons. I never hate anyone. I hate such strong yeah. too, too strong. All right, too strong. Still, there are people that make you feel, uh, yes, true. And then you, the, 
all right, that guy, you know, yeah, we yeah. see the Holy Communion. Oh, he's a good Something like that. Yeah. 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 The point is, oh, yeah. I mean, Paul is seeing all this happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're fighting with each other. You're going to kill each other. You're going to eat each other up. Then how are you going to? Yeah. This important. So, God, I mean, Jesus will take care of us, all right? So because all right, unless you, you give up, okay, you don't you don't participate. We participate. You excommunicate yourself. <laughs> no, we don't. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's hard to remember when you go about your daily lives, and um, and yeah, at the end of the day, you have to remember you're all living in planet Earth. Yeah, you all actually are a human race. You're supposed to actually yeah. join together. I always like to say, if you can join forces, if all the human race join all forces together, work towards common, oh, we can actually achieve so much. So much. Yes, and then yes. I was just so frustrating to see the civil strife in the yeah, world. Because yeah. right, we're all we all cry, we all laugh, or yeah. we are. This is very sad. You, you like yeah. yeah. It causes division. And I think it's when you're even at the heat of anger or the height of anger, you have to kind of oversee it like um how would i say it like um rise above it yeah. and see that you're actually the same yes um, yeah. family in a way <laughs> no matter whether they're a different religion but not ha- hating them so much that they able to get rid of them yeah it's challenging but yeah like i get it it's also because participation of the blood no jesus died for all, all of us yeah. so for the good and yeah. for the bad. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you forget this. Yeah. Of we are righteous, you know. Oh, this is a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> we are, we're too, you know, in in going. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We should open yes. up. We should open up. Okay, so. Uh, no, no, no. They, 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 they we invite them to, to, to share. We've been talking too much. <laughs> So you inspire a lot of good conversation. Oh no no no! I mean we we yeah that's share in our daily life. The root of all this is relevant. Does anyone let me share, Bernice? Well, I just wanted to share. Right, um, Sunday tomorrow we have twenty-two young children who will be receiving their first Holy Communion. Oh yeah yeah that's true. Right. And, um, you know, you've been sharing about your experience, your Holy Communion. We pray also that, you know, when they receive their Holy Communion tomorrow, when the journey, just like, you know, the first reading, um, the Lord led the the Israelites in their journey, Mm -hmm. right, that they will always come back to the feeling of being... um, with the Lord through the reception of the Holy Communion, so that they will always find comfort there, that they will always find sustenance, mm. right? That they will always find guidance when they receive the Holy Communion. So I ask, you know, let's pray for them so that they will will always be with the Lord you know, right. in, in the reception of their first Holy Communion. Oh, that's good. Anyone else? Yeah. Okay. All right. So for me, uh, we could uh, end up here today.
So let us uh, recite together the responsorial psalm to finish our Bible study today. Praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Glorify the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise the God, O Zion. For he has the bowels of your gates. He has blessed to your children for being here. He has granted peace in your borders. With the best of weeds, he heals you. He sends all his commandments to the earth, swiftly across his world. He has proclaimed his word to Jacob, his statutes to his ordinances to Israel. He has not done thus for any other nation. His ordinances he has not made known to them. Praise the Lord, Jerusalem. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May the almighty and merciful God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to OLMC Sunday Best. Please join us again next week for another episode. Have a blessed Sunday, everyone.